Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today's new car special is a car I really should have done a long, long time ago. Oh, God, over a year ago now. Hopefully, I'm not the only one that's really late to this vehicle. I am talking, of course, about the Hyundai Ionic 5. There's quite a few reviews coming out of it now, so again, really rather late. But if you're still fuzzy on the details, like I am, well, hey, we're learning late together. So, Hyundai's new Ionic 5 electric CUV, CUV, keep that in mind, has a funky 80s sci-fi movie vibe to it, and we dig it. We're not going to dive into the looks immediately, though, or all that soon, because I've actually got... Given that it's been it's been out for a year, I've got a handful of articles to get through. But once we get through all of those, then I will give my opinion on the looks. Let's start with all the hard stats first, though. Hyundai has revealed the new Ionic 5, the carmaker's all-new electric mid-size crossover, and the first model to be branded under the new Ionic electric subbrand. The new Hyundai Ionic 5 rides on the. It's funny that they call it the Ionic electric subbrand, but they still call it, they still call it Hyundai Ionic, and not just the Ionic 5. I guess with it being a separate, because here's the thing, like, Grand Wagoneer now for Jeep is a sub-brand. But we still call it, like, the Jeep Wagon. I guess, yeah, I guess it's the same. Anyway, the new Hyundai Ionic 5 rides on the dedicated Electric Global Modular Platform, or EGMP, which blends the traditional skateboard design with an elongated wheelbase for attractively styled and practical EVs. Hyundai's new electric crossover also features both 400 and 800 volt charging thanks to the new platform. When plugged into a 350 kilowatt charger, the Ionic, the Ionic 5 can recharge from 10 to 80% in just 18 minutes. That's pretty good. That's really good. That's, you know, that's lunch somewhere, assuming they have a 350 kilowatt charger, that is. With the carmaker claiming that 5 minutes of charging is enough to get 62 miles of range on the WLTP cycle. That's enough for emergencies. That's not, like, 5 minutes for 62 miles is pretty good, don't get me wrong, it's just that... 62 miles is not that, it's not that much, it's not that long. Best for emergencies, but that's fine. Up to 292 miles of range, a choice between single and dual motor layouts. 292 miles isn't that bad. That's very Tesla rivaling when you think about it. So it's not quite the 300 I would like to see pretty much all EVs at, save for maybe performance ones. But again, that's not bad. The new Ionic 5 will be available with two battery pack sizes, 58 kilowatt hour and 72.6 kilowatt hour as well as single and dual motor layouts. The most powerful model is the dual motor variant with, kilo, with, with the 72.6 kilowatt hour pack, offering a combined 302 horsepower and 446 pound-feet or 605 newton meters of torque and a 0 to 62 mile per hour or 100 kilometer per hour time of 5.2 seconds. Or 2011 Dodge Charger RT with a 5.7 Hemi rear-wheel drive. 0.2 seconds faster than that. And that car had more power but less torque. Although, I bet you it weighed less as well. So, ultimately, that's pretty good. Especially on the power front. That's really nice. The shame, the only shame with the torque is that this probably can't tow all that much. Despite having, again, a very healthy torque rating. If you want the longest possible driving range out of your new Hyundai Ionic 5, you'll have to go for the single motor model with the big 72.6 kilowatt hour battery pack. Offering between 292 and 298 miles or 470 to 480 kilometers on the WLTP cycle, and a power output of just 214 horsepower and 258 pound-feet, or 350 newton meters of torque. The power is not that. The power is kind of eh. The torque is pretty good. It, the question is going to be how heavy is it? 
Yes, electric motors have that instant torque and that'll help, but that's not going to overcome mass if this thing is pretty dang heavy. Like if it's 4,500 4, pounds, 5,000 pounds, 214 horsepower might make this thing feel a bit underpowered. What's interesting though, they didn't say, they didn't talk about the range for the dual motor pack just above. So the, the most range only comes with the sing. If you want the most range, you have to get the single motor. That's a little bit of a shame, but it's, we don't know how bad, we don't know just how bad that is in relation to the dual motor. Because that could be perfectly fine when compared to the dual motor version. But we do, again, we don't know. That's not said in the article here. I would bet you that would drop to something like 260 to 250 miles though. With the dual motor pack and the 72.6 kilowatt, uh, dual motor, dual motors and 72.6 kilowatt hour battery pack. I bet you 260 or 250. And that might be generous. That might be relatively generous, which, however, however, 250 miles, again, is not bad. I just think it's still a little bit low. The entry-level model, oh dear, okay. The entry-level single-motor Ionic 5 with the 58-kilowatt-hour battery pack, though, features a motor driving the rear wheels and produces 167 horsepower and the same 258-pound feet or 350 newton-meters of torque. Torque's good. Horsepower, eh, not so much. With a 0 to 62 or 100 kilometer per hour time of 8.5 seconds. Not the worst, not the worst thing we've ever seen, or not the worst 0 to 60 time we've ever seen. Not fast, but eh. Like off the line, it should be relatively brisk. It's just getting up to highway speeds where it's going to be a bit lackluster. Apparently, though, it's got a longer wheelbase than a palisade. That, that's surprising. Don't let the hatchback proportions fool you. The new Hyundai Ionic 5 comes with a 3mm a three long wheelbase, a bit over 118 inches, and measures 4,635mm long, or 182.4 inches, and 1,890mm, or 74.4 inches wide. This makes it longer and wider than a Tucson, while the Ionic 5's wheelbase is even longer than that of a Palisade. So it's longer and wider than a Tucson, though they don't say by how much. And it's got a longer wheelbase than a... Man, how did you get a longer wheelbase than a Palisade? Because a Palisade's not small. I've seen Palisades and Tellurods. They're big. It's funny, there's an article. I didn't, I didn't uh, tab it over here because it wasn't necessary. But the Ionic 5 is bigger than a Model 3. And comfortably bigger than a Model 3. But I didn't think it was... I didn't think it'd have a wheelbase bigger than a Palisade. Like, it's not Palisade-sized. In fact, I saw—I think I saw an Ionic Five the other day on the road, and it—that wheelbase doesn't look that big. How did you manage that? The unique exterior design has remained pretty loyal to the 45 concept. Hyundai calls it the parametric dynamics design language, with the Ionic Five featuring a sharp surfacing treatment, a clamshell hood to minimize panel gaps for optimal aerodynamics, flush door handles, and small pixel-like clusters for lighting both front and rear. The new wheels are also aero-optimized, measuring 20 inches in diameter. A new mobility experience for the next generation. This was the mission from the first day we began this project. To look ahead towards the horizon, but stay fundamentally high and die. Said Sang-Yup Lee, hopefully I got your name right, Senior Vice President and Head of Hyundai Global Design Center. Ionic 5 is the new definition of timeless, providing a common thread linking our past to the present and future. The cabin is also one of the highlights of the new midsize electric crossover. The theme here is living space, with the interior featuring a completely flat floor and most of the touch points, including the seats, headliner, door trim, and armrests, using eco-friendly, sustainably sourced materials. These materials came from recycled PET bottles. P it, it, 
it's almost like it's meant to be a an acronym because it's P-E-T in all capitals, but without the dots. So do they actually mean pet bottles or is that an acronym for something I don't know? Plant-based yarns, natural wool yarns, eco-processed leather, and bio-paint with plant extracts. The front seats are electronically adjustable, able to recline to the optimum angle for a weightless feeling for the occupant while their back seats Sorry, while their backs are 30% slimmer to provide more room for the rear passengers. The highlight here is the Universal Island Central Console, which can slide back as much as 140mm or 5.5 inches for even more freedom of movement inside the cabin. In addition, the dashboard features a dual-screen setup, with the instrument cluster using a 12-inch hoodless screen with different customizable layouts, while the infotainment system operates through a, 12, through a second 12-inch touchscreen touch display. In addition, there's an augmented reality heads-up display for the driver. The 2022 Hyundai Ioniq 5 also offers the innovative V2L function, which allows owners to freely charge any electric devices, including electric bikes, scooters, camping equipment from an outlet located in the back seat. A second outlet is located at the charging port on the exterior. The V2L function provides up to 3.6 kilowatts of power. As you would expect, Hyundai has fitted the new Ioniq 5 with the new with with the next-level SmartSense suite of active safety systems. This makes the new Ionic 5 the first Hyundai to offer Highway Driving Assist 2 in addition to Forward Collision Avoidance Assist, or funnily enough, FCA, Blind Spot Collision Avoidance Assist, BCA, Intelligent Speed Limit Assist, I ISLA or ISLA probably, Driver Attention Warning, DAW or DAW maybe, High Beam Assist, HBA, and more. The 2022 Hyundai Ioniq 5 will launch in Europe by the middle of the year, with the US market to follow this fall. Well, that was in 2021, so the car is already out. Hell, as evidenced by the fact I saw one on the road the other day. Hyundai Ioniq 5, a styling retro-modern, or sorry, stylish retro-modern EV priced from £36,995 in the UK. Hyundai has announced pricing age details for its, for its new Ioniq 5 electric crossover for the UK market. The new Hyundai Ioniq 5 will start from £36,995, that's the US equivalent of $45,000, and will be offered with rear-wheel drive and all-wheel drive powertrains. The choice between a 58 kilowatt hour or 73 kilowatt hour, or, well, 72.6 kilowatt hour battery pack and an 800 volt charging as standard, which means you can plug it into a 350 kilowatt rapid charger and reach an 80% charge in just 18 minutes. The charging time with the onboard 10.5 kilowatt charger is just shy of 5 hours for the small battery and just over 6 hours for models with the bigger battery. The entry-level SE Connect variant of the Hyundai Ioniq 5 features the 58 kilowatt hour battery pack and a, and a 167 horsepower electric motor driving the rear wheels, promising a driving range of 240 miles or 386 kilometers on the WLTP cycle. The standard equipment of the Ioniq 5 SE Connect includes 19-inch alloy wheels, mood lighting, an acoustic windshield, a 12.3-inch infotainment system with Android Auto and Apple CarPlay, a 12.3-inch digital instrument cluster, wireless charging, cloth upholstery for, from naturally-derived polyester resin, and much more. The Ionic 5, with a bigger 73-kilowatt-hour battery pack and a single 214-horsepower electric motor driving the rear wheels, priced from £41,945, is the model with the longest range in the lineup, offering up to 300 miles or 482 kilometers with a full charge. See, there you go, 300 miles. Love to see it. Range-topping variants of the Ionic 5 come with a 302-horsepower dual-motor setup for all-wheel drive and a 73-kilowatt-hour battery pack, starting from $45,145. The driving range here is rated at up to 287 miles, 461 kilometers, while 0 to 60 mile per hour or 100 kilometer per hour comes, comes in 5.2 seconds. 
or in other words, outside of the Charger comparison, just a little bit slower, if I remember correctly, than a 2012 Jeep Grand Cherokee SRT8. Because I think that could do, that had 470 horsepower, and if I remember correctly, it could do 0 to 60 in about 4.8 seconds. So that's, that's actually really fast, especially for kind of a normal car. Apart from the entry-level SE Connect trim level, the range of the new Hyundai Ioniq 5 includes the premium and ultimate trims, next to the special launch edition Project 45. Customers can also opt for the Eco Pack, which adds a battery heating system and a heat pump, while the Tech Pack adds front memory seats, relaxation premium seats, and more. So your most expensive Ioniq 5 here is the ultimate 73 kilowatt hour all-wheel drive. That comes in at... So the recommended, I guess, retail price is 48,145 pounds. You have P11D value, don't know what that is. That's 48,090 pounds, and you have a big tax of 1%. Okay, and then for the rear-wheel drive version of that, of that car, it's 44,000. So it's 4,000 pounds less. Actually, 7,000 pounds less. 44,945 pounds. P11D value of that car is 44,890 pounds. Okay, okay, not bad. All right, and now we have the Australian pricing for the Ionic 5. The long-awaited 2022 Hyundai Ionic 5 has been officially launched and priced for the Australian market. Sales of the EV are starting this month down under, and it will initially be offered just one well-equipped tri well trim level with two available powertrains. Sitting at the base of the range is the two-wheel drive variant that features a single motor, single electric motor at the rear, producing 214 horsepower or 160 kilowatts and 258 pound-feet or 350 newton meters of torque. By comparison, the flagship all-wheel drive variant features a 207 horsepower or 155 kilowatt and, two, and 258 pound-feet or 350 newton meter electric motor at the rear and a 94 horsepower, 70 kilowatt and 188 pound-feet or 255 newton meter motor at the front. For a combined 302 horsepower or 225 kilowatts and 446 or 605 newton meters of torque. All right, let's see if we can skip a little bit because we've talked about all this stuff. In terms of pricing, the Ionic 5 two-wheel drive is, avail is available from 71900 $71, Australian, which is 52000 the equivalent of $52,295 here before on-road costs. Before on-road costs. While well, the Ionic 5 all-wheel drive starts at 75900 Australian, or the equivalent of $55,204. Hyundai Australia has confirmed that other trim levels will be introduced at a later date. An initial allocation of 400 units has been secured for the local market. The car is being sold directly to customers through the Hyundai website, and shoppers can secure an Ionic 5 with a 2000 Australian, or the equivalent of $1,454 uh, deposit. Once the initial allocation of 400 vehicles is exhausted, expressions of interest will be taken for future allocations. Pricing for the Hyundai Ionic 5 is, compare, is competitive when compared to the Tesla Model 3 that starts at $59,900 Australian, the equivalent of $43,567, before on-road costs in entry-level standard range plus guise. Of course, the Ionic 5 isn't a direct rival to the Model 3, as it's significantly larger and offers much more interior space. Instead, it could be best considered as a middle ground between the Tesla Model Y and Tesla Model X, although the latter is considerably more expensive at roughly 200000 Australian, the equivalent of $145,000. Next up, we have the miles. We have the range, anyway, for the U.S. The 2022 Hyundai Ioniq 5 will have 300 miles or 482 kilometers of range when it launches in the U.S. 
While the South Korean car manufacturer won't actually unveil the Ionic 5 in U.S. specification until May 24th last year, it has indicated that it will have 300 miles of EPA-estimated range. That's interesting as the Ionic 5 is also rated at up to 300 miles of range on the more forgiving WLTP cycle used in Europe. In most markets, the Ionic 5 will be offered with a choice of either 58 kilowatt hour or 72.6 kilowatt hour battery packs, but in the US, it is understood the flagship battery's capacity will actually be increased to 77.4 kilowatt hours. It seems likely that the 300 mile range figure will be for the single motor rear wheel drive models with the 77.4 kilowatt hour battery pack. Other variants of the Ionic 5 will be offered for US shoppers. This will include the same flagship variant as overseas markets that features two electric motors that can that combined to produce 302 horsepower and 446 pound-feet or 605 newton meters of torque, allowing the EV to hit through. Okay, we know all that stuff. Although these figures could change slightly due to the increased capacity of the US spec battery pack. It's not just the styling and the range that the Ionic 5 has going for it, as it also features 800 volt charging capabilities. This means that when plugged into a 350 kilowatt charger, the car's battery can be topped up from 10% to 80% in just 18 minutes. Yeah, we already know that. All right, now a little bit more of a detailed look at the interior. Hyundai's Ionic 5 EV has been making waves recently with its clean exterior and surprisingly large size, but not many people have had the chance to take a look at the vehicle's interior beyond some press photos. That changes now, as this new video presented by Charlie Min from Asian Petrolhead takes us on an in-depth tour. First up is the rear, which is surprisingly spacious. The back seats are heated and power-operated and can move 5 inches forwards or backwards to meet passenger or cargo capacity needs. The rear also features air vents on the B-pillars and sunshades over the windows, and the doors have ambient lighting in the armrests as well as the speakers. Lastly, on the back of the center console and under the seats are USB fast chargers and standard electrical outlets, the latter of which are capable of powering household appliances. Now, they're not quite specific on what household appliances, but that sounds very promising. Min then moves on to the front, where a sunroof and completely flat floor create an airy feeling. Upholstery options come in a wide variety of eco-friendly materials, including some recyclable ones. On the dashboard lie two 12.3-inch uh, screens, and one for the gauge cluster and one for the infotainment. They are joined by screens for the virtual side mirrors that replace the traditional ones, which nest in the corners of the dashboard. Oh, that, I see that. That's kind of cool. I'd hate to bump my elbow or maybe my hand into that, though. Onto the controls, there's a refreshing amount of physical buttons. Thank the Lord! And dials! Especially for an EV where the trend seems to be headed in the direction of all-encompassing screens. Another interesting quirk in the interior is its center console. Similar to the, similar to the rear seats. Did I say similar? <laughs> Similar to the rear seats, it can slide 5 inches forwards or backwards, allowing for different configurations that can better suit either the front or rear occupants. It also features two USB fast chargers and a wireless charging pad, in addition to two cup holders and a flip-up armrest with built-in storage. Overall, the Ionic 5's interior seems to do a very good job at balancing usefulness with simplicity, while still remaining comfortable and spacious. We must note, though, that this is a, that this is a Korean market example, so it is not clear yet so it is not yet clear if all of its features will make it to other markets. Alrighty, now we have that driving range once again for the US, uh, for the US market. Hyundai Motor America has announced that 2022 Ionic 5 will offer an EPA estimated range of up to 303 miles or 488 kilometers on a single charge. That's pretty impressive and the range 
and the range is for Ionic 5s equipped with rear-wheel drive and a 77.4 kilowatt hour battery pack. These models have 225 horsepower, 168 kilowatts or 228 PS, and 258 pound-feet or 349 newton meters of torque. Upgrading to the dual-motor all-wheel drive variant, I said dual kind of weird, didn't I? Upgrading to the dual-motor all-wheel drive variant rewards buyers with a combined output of 320 horsepower, 239 kilowatts or 324 PS, and 446 pound-feet or 604 newton meters of torque. This variant can accelerate from 0 to 60 miles per hour or 0 to 96 kilometers per hour in less than 5 seconds. Wow, that's pretty good. But the, but the performance comes at a cost as the EPA estimated range drops to 256 miles. See, see, what did I say? <laughs> or 412 kilometers. While High and I focused on the aforementioned, on the two aforementioned variants, the EPA listing also mentioned a standard range model, which has rear-wheel drive and a range of 220 miles or 354 kilometers. That's not so great. When the battery has a 10% charge, a 240-volt level 2 charger can fully replenish it in 6 hours and 43 minutes. Furthermore, thanks to the car's advanced fast charging technology, a 350 kilowatt charger can take the battery from 10 to 18% in as little as 18 minutes. Even a 5-minute char charger can deliver approximately 68 miles or 103 kilometers of range, but it's worth noting 350 kilowatt chargers are relatively rare at the moment. The biggest question remains pricing. But Hyundai has already revealed the Ionic 5 will be offered in SE, SEL, and limited trims. The entry-level model features heated front seats and 12.3-inch displays, while the mid-level SEL adds leatherette upholstery, ambient lighting, digital key, digital key technology, and highway driving assist. The range-topping limited ups the ante with a panoramic sunroof and additional driver assistance systems. While pricing remains unconfirmed, Hyundai is, limited, is limiting sales to select markets. As a result, the EV will only be offered in Arizona, California, Colorado, well, that's why I saw one, Connecticut, Florida, Illinois, Maine, of all places, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Texas, Vermont, Virginia, and Washington. And now, actually, we do have the prices for the new Ionic 5. Hyundai has announced U.S. pricing for the 2022 Ionic 5 and confirmed plans for an entry-level variant with a smaller 58-kilowatt-hour battery pack. Starting with the latter, the Ionic 5 SE standard range will use the aforementioned battery pack or aforementioned battery as well as a rear-mounted electric motor that produces 168 horsepower or 125 kilowatts or 170 PS. This setup will enable the model to travel up to 220 miles or 354 kilometers on a single charge. While the range and performance aren't remarkable, the model starts at $39,700 and drops to $32,200 when the $7,500 $7,500 federal tax credit is factored in. Unfortunately, fans will have to wait a bit longer to get one as the Ionic 5 SE standard range won't arrive until next spring. Well, it's kind of almost spring now, so you won't have to wait much longer. Moving up the trim ladder is the Ionic 5 SE, which is available in rear and all-wheel drive configurations. Both feature a larger 77.4-kilowatt-hour battery pack, and the rear-wheel drive variant has a more powerful electric motor that, de that develops 225 horsepower, 168 kilowatts, or 228 PS, and 258 pound-feet, or 350 newton meters of torque. This version is also notable for offering an impressive, an impressive range of 303 miles, or 488 kilometers, for $43,650 or $36,150 after the credit. The all-wheel drive SE has a dual-motor powertrain with a combined output of 320 horsepower or 239 kilowatts or 324 PS and 446 pound-feet or 604 newton-meters of torque. It enables the $47,150 
39,650 after the credit. Crossover, the travel in EPA estimated 256 miles or 412 kilometers on a single charge. Regardless of which version is selected, all SE variants will come equipped with LED lighting units, an acoustic windshield, privacy glass, and 19-inch alloy wheels. Buyers will also find a 12.3-inch digital instrument cluster and a 12.3-inch infotainment system with GPS navigation, voice recognition technology, as well as Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatibility. They're joined by stain-resistant cloth seats with 8-way power adjustment on the driver's side. Other highlights include heated front seats, a dual-zone automatic climate control system, a leather-wrapped steering wheel, and a proximity key. On the safety front, there's an assortment of driver assistance systems, including blind spot collision avoidance assist, highway driving assist, and forward collision avoidance assist, or FCA, with junction turning as well as car pedestrian and cyclist detection. Other safety features include lane keeping assist, lane following assist, whatever the hell that means, high beam assist, and safe exit assist. Drivers will also find rear cross, rear cross traffic collision avoidance assist, rear parking, rear parking distance warning, and a rear view monitor with parking guidance. Moving up the trim ladder is the mid-level Ionic 5 SEL. The rear drive, the rear wheel drive variant starts at $45,900 or $38,400 with the credit, while the all-wheel drive model begins at $49,400 or $41,900 with the credit. The SEL features a lightly revised exterior with projector-style LED headlights and front LED accent lights. The model also comes with power folding side mirrors and a hands-free smart liftgate. Bigger changes occur in the cabin as buyers are treated to leatherette upholstery, additional soft-touch plastics, and a heated leather steering wheel. Other amenities include a wireless smartphone charger, a 64-color ambient lighting system, and an auto-dimming auto rearview mirror with Homelink. Last but not least, there's front-rear parking distance warning as well as upgraded versions of highway driving assist and forward collision avoidance assist. The range topping Ionic 5 Limited starts at $50,600 or $43,100 with a credit and climbs up to $54,500 or $47,000 with a credit for the all-wheel drive version. Exterior changes are modest, but include gloss black accents, rain-sensing wipers, a fixed panoramic glass roof, and larger 20-inch wheels. Moving into the cabin, there's heated ventilated front seats, an 8-way power passenger seat, and a driver's seat with relaxation and memory functions. Other highlights include a heads-up display, an 8-speaker Bose premium audio system, and digital key technology. They're joined by a sliding center console and rear-side window sunshades. The range topper also has a vehicle-to-load feature, which enables it to power small appliances and even other electric vehicles. The limited trim also packs on safety features as drivers will find a blind spot view monitor, monitor a surround view monitor, and reverse parking collision avoidance assist. The model comes with remote smart parking assist. Higher-end versions of the Ionic 5 will go on sale late this month, but the model will be limited to the states of Arizona, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Florida, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Texas, Vermont, and Washington. 320 horsepower, though. That's getting with the program, especially because... It oh, wait. No, you can't get it with rear-wheel drive. God dang it. That would have been cool. That would have allowed for some sick slides. <laughs> Not that a, a vehicle... I imagine oh so heavy would be very kind on its tires in a slide. Next up, we have some slightly offbeat news as it relates to the Ionic 5, but I felt some of you would find it interesting. So here it is: Hyundai Ionic 5, first vehicle to be used by Mo Motional Motional for its Lyft Robo Taxi fleet. The all-new Ionic 5 will be the first vehicle used for a Lyft Robo Taxi fleet operated by Motional. That's Motion AL, the self-driving car company backed by Hyundai and Aptiv. 
Motional has confirmed that it will incorporate its most advanced level 4 autonomous hardware and software into the Ionic 5, including LiDAR, radar, and cameras that provide the vehicle with a 360-degree view of the world and the ability to see up to 300 meters away. The company expects customers in certain markets to be able to book in all, in all autonomous Ionic 5 through the Lyft app from the start of 2023. While the Ionic 5 was only unveiled a few short weeks ago at, the, at that time back last year, Motional has, only, has already commenced testing its latest autonomous prototypes on public roads and close, closed courses. The company says it will only compete, complete testing when it is confident that the taxis are safer than a human driver and then deploy them on Lyft's platform. A spokesperson for the company confirmed to TechCrunch that the RoboTaxi version of the Ionic 5 will be very similar to the consumer model, although its interior will be equipped with all the features needed for RoboTaxi operation. It remains unclear if the vehicle will have a steering wheel. Motional announced a partnership with Lyft in December 2020, confirming that it will launch a fully autonomous RoboTaxi service in major cities throughout the United States in 2023. This deal was an extension of a pre-existing partnership between Motional and Lyft as they first started working together three years ago operating a week-long pilot program offering autonomous vehicle rides in Las Vegas during the 2018 CES trade show. Second to last article here, Hyundai to use SK Innovation batteries for all new Ionic 5 EV. Just a day after the unveiling, again last year, unveiling the long-awaited Ionic 5, Hyundai announced that they will recall and replace their battery packs of approximately 82,000 Kona EVs. Oh, so this is a recall? The timing of this recall isn't ideal for the South Korean car manufacturer, particularly as it looks to establish itself as a leader in the EV race. Investigations from Hyundai have confirmed that all of the 15 reported incidents of Kona EVs catching fire involve vehicles equipped with LG Chem battery packs. It's good news, then, that the new Ionic 5 doesn't use LG Chem batteries, but will, according to, according to reports, be fitted with SK Innovation batteries instead. Korean publication The Elec, E-L-E-C claims that Hyundai has selected SK Innovation and CAT-L as the suppliers for its forthcoming eGMP-based electric vehicles, with SK Innovation handling the batteries of some of the first eGMP-based models, including the Ionic 5. While we haven't had the opportunity to test out the Ionic 5 and won't for a few months, they have, as of, as of this year, the electric crossover certainly sounds promising. Okay, all the rest of the stuff is, all the rest of the information is stuff we have gone over a million times over. Alrighty, and this last article actually goes really in-depth with the new Ionic 5, especially for the U.S. So, I think for the most part, I'm going to read it top to bottom verbatim. I might skip a few things here and there, because again, it's more likely than not information we've already covered. Just as promised, Hyundai has revealed the 2022 Ionic 5 electric crossover in its U.S. spec form, featuring the same eye-catching styling, clever packaging, and class-leading charging capabilities. The 2022 Hyundai Ionic 5 will go on sale in the U.S. market this fall. It already has as the carmaker's first electric vehicle to be based on the new eGMP platform, the same one that will underpin the also-new Kia EV6. The new underpinnings give Hyundai's latest electric crossover, or CUV as the company calls it, a cutting-edge dual 400 volt to 800 volt electrical architecture. What this means is that the new 2022 Ionic 5 is compatible with 350 kW DC fast chargers, which allow it to charge from 80 to 10%, from 10 to 80% in just 18 minutes, which is faster than any of its competitors. With the standard 10.9 kW onboard charger, a full charge takes 6 hours and 43 minutes with level 2 charging. I mean, yeah, you know, that's overnight, that's not bad, but ugh, if you're in a pinch, that's atrocious. 
In addition, each 2022 High and Ionic 5 owner will receive unlimited 30-minute sessions for two years on the Electrify America charging network. Okay, if their charging network is 350 kilowatt DC fast chargers, that's good. If it's the 10.9 kilowatt onboard charger, or uh, if it's level 2 charging though, 30 minutes won't be enough. <laughs> won't be nearly enough. All right, let's see. Skipping a little bit because we already talked about the, the range and the power. For reasons known only to Hyundai, the US spec variants of the Ionic 5 are slightly more powerful than their KDM and EU spec siblings. 214 horsepower versus 225 horsepower in the single motor configuration and 302 horsepower versus 320 in the dual motor Ionic 5. So that's so 225 is the US market and 320 horsepower is also the US market. All variants of the US spec Ionic 5 come with a come with a limited top speed of 115 miles per hour and can tow up to 1,500 pounds. See, kind of a disappointing towing capacity despite having all that torque. Another standout feature of the 2022 Hyundai Ionic 5 is the vehicle to load function, but we've talked about that already. Uh, let's see. Okay, which allows owners to charge their electric devices such as laptops, camping equipment, electric scooters, and bicycles using energy from the vehicle's battery. The new Ionic 5 can offload 1.9 kilowatt peak power through a standard 120 volt outlet. A second outlet mounted underneath the back seat is standard on the range topping limited trim. So basically, you are you can you are going to be depleting the battery to charge your laptop and whatnot. So I really wouldn't recommend you do that. The 2022 Hyundai Ionic 5 comes with a very long 118.1 inch wheelbase, which is even longer than the Palisade, by almost 4 inches! 4! Despite the electric crossover being 14 inches shorter than the 3 row SUV. They probably did that to fit the batteries. They had to push the wheels as far out to the four corners of the vehicle to fit the batteries in, more likely than not. Hyundai took full advantage of the packaging opportunities, see, offered by the new eGMP architecture, giving the Ionic 5 more passenger volume at 106.5 cubic feet than both the new VW ID4 at 99.9 cubic feet and the Ford Mustang Mach-E at 101.1 cubic feet. The Ionic 5's rear seats can also slide forward up to 5.3 inches, while the Universal Island Center console can slide back and forth by 5.5 inches. Well, we already knew that. The cabin of the 2022 Ionic 5 also features a driver's seat, which has a footrest underneath and can recline to the optimum angle for a feeling of weightlessness. The glass roof consists of a single glass panel for an even greater sense of openness. All right, technology, okay. The dual 12-inch digital cockpit includes both the instrument cluster and the infotainment system, which features Android Auto, Apple CarPlay, and real-time travel radius mapping based on the current state of the charge. That's nice. That, that should help range anxiety by a little bit. All right, there we go. That, that is finally it for all the hard stats on the Ionic 5. Okay, so with all those hard stats out of the way, let's talk about the looks. And honestly, I'm not going to do what I normally do where I, where I try to explain what it roughly looks like and then give my thoughts after that. I think, A, I hope most of us have seen this thing by now. And B, it's just, it's such a funky looking car. I, I cannot properly explain it. It's almost impossible. I don't have enough references to pull from to, to accurately explain this thing. So I'm just going to go off the basis that we all know what it looks like generally. And what are my thoughts then? So basically, actually outside of the taillights, you know, the, you know, the new Nissan 400Z and it's got those like 80s kind of digital looking taillights. Yonic 5 has a semi-similar thing, except 
except more digital. You know, actually, you know Knight Rider, and when Kid speaks, there's that little display with all the little dots when he's talking. Hyundai has that for the taillights on the new Ionic 5. It's real. It's weird, but it's really cool. But yeah, so outside of that, this car looks like it. It looks like Hyundai asked themselves if Back to the Future, what would what would Back to the Future think cars would look like at this point in t- at like 2015, 2018 point in time, right? Or hell, even now. So it's got this retro futurism about it. It has square headlights, very 80s, very uh, like rudimentary digital-like taillights, but in a very modern, but done in a fairly modern way. So it's a, it's again, it's just it's funky. It's extremely funky, but it's it's best summed up as retro futurism. Hell, headlights square. The DRLs are square. It is just a retro retro futurist car. And I, I kind of like that because that really sets it apart from all other, certainly all other crossovers. Like this, this kind of design and how other, even other EVs with their unique design traits, I kind of like because it sets EVs apart from normal, from normal ICE cars. And I think that's kind of right. That's kind of correct because it is a very different, it is a, diff, a very different means of transportation. And there's, there's different packaging restrictions and benefits with electric cars when compared with ICEs. So I think they should look pretty dang different to your normal cars. It's the only thing I find maybe a little annoying is that they're obviously playing up this like faux futurism, this faux futurist belief when it comes to EVs and their design. And so it's almost it's almost it's it's just become a cliche now. Right. Or it's or it's but it's very quickly becoming a cliche now. I'm not saying the Ionic 5 doesn't look good and that EVs going for this futurist futuristic for futuristic design traits is necessarily a bad thing. It's just I feel like it's going to be played out pretty soon here because everyone is doing it. It's not like the old Honda FCV or FC whatever clarity that was shown on Top Gear a long time ago, that hydrogen Honda, where it looked pretty much like a current car. It drove pretty much like a current car. And I mean, yeah, that was more conventional for the most part because it was more similar to an ICE vehicle when compared to all EVs. But yeah, I don't know. I do like the Ionic 5. I just feel like they're... Their futurist design, it's almost performative. It's almost fake, right? Because EVs, they're not at the point where they're that much more futuristic, I don't think, than ICEs. Like, they're not that much better than ICEs because they all EVs still have very notable drawbacks. So, it's just very, it's almost performative to me. It's not, it's not the real deal yet. But the Ionic 5, judging from all the stats we talked about earlier, probably gets as close to being the real deal when compared to all of its competitors and that's certainly true when you look at when you look at its design so yeah very it's not it's almost pod like almost where it's not quite a car but the thing that leaves it a car is its general proportions and the fact that it has wheels but again very futuristic but with a lot of retro touches it is retro futurism it's what a lot of us thought in the 80s cars would probably look like by now so i'm gonna give i'd give it Probably a seven, maybe I'm going to give it a 6.9, 7 out of 10, 7 out of 10. Really attractive design, saw one in the flesh, kind of, again, very funky looking, extremely distinctive. You're not going to mistake this thing for anything else. It's just funny how it looks a lot smaller than it is, at least in the press photos, because it's actually quite big. But yeah, I know, good job, good job. And again, the car has the stats to back up the looks. It's much less performative than a lot of other EVs on the market. That's nice. I like that a lot. 
Yeah. So exterior design, seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. I don't adore it, but I do like that it pushes the envelope. How how different it is without being ugly. <clears throat> BMW. New BMW EVs. Let's see. If we go to the interior, if I can find an interior shot, all the thumbnails now have just gotten boofled. Uh exterior, exterior. Yeah, I think my favorite shot. I think it's the it might be the face or the back. Because those taillights, they're they're just so cool looking. They're so unique. And thankfully, they do not follow the trend that all CUVs and SUVs are following these days, where it's one one element lighting signatures done in paint.net. This is unique. You'll actually be able to tell this, tell what it is in the pitch black of night. Thank God. Thank God. Okay, here we go. One interior shot. Dash, very Mercedes-like, where extremely Mercedes-like, where they have that skateboard style infotainment and gauge cluster combination very thin but very long you know not very tall but very wide it's okay i think it's perhaps better executed than in the mercedes yeah it's about the same you know the one thing i really dislike is that the surrounding the surround for the touchscreen's white so you can tell where the where the gauge cluster stops and the touchscreen starts it doesn't look seamless on one hand i prefer it because it's honest it's not fake but on the other hand it really, it may, it it really brings attention to itself and makes you say, "Well, why didn't you just make it kind of a, you know, why didn't you make the gap smaller? Why didn't you make it wrap around? That would have been cooler, I think. Anyway, uh, I mean, I am seeing a lot of the redundant controls, as as Stellantis design designers would call it, a lot of the redundant buttons. I am so thankful for that because having to go through the touchscreen just to change, God, like just like in the Rivian. Just to change the the angle of the air vents. That's so stupid. Like that's that's when technology just goes too far and makes things makes things needlessly complicated. That's that's a perfect example of of technology just becoming unnecessary. Where you're overcomplicating something, really just overcomplicating a very simple function. You don't need you don't need that. That's that's. That's where people would joke, oh, because it was so hard to move my hand and then just flick the air vent a little bit, right? Because it was so difficult. It was so hard, right? It's overcomplicating. It's just overcomplicating a bunch of simple functions. It's not necessary. Automakers, please stop doing that. Stop it. Cut it out. It is in no way necessary. I want to see if I can find a closer photo of the steering wheel here. I really want to see because I like it. I like it quite a bit, actually. The airbag cover is not small, but it's not massive either. It's not, it doesn't take up the majority of the steering wheel. And that, that I'm so grateful for. Like on trucks, a big airbag cover is fine. It works because it's, you know, it's a big, tough truck. I'm fine with that. But on a car, I'd rather a smaller airbag cover because it's more visually nimble. It makes the steering wheel look not as visually heavy. Yeah, I have not found an image where they show off the steering wheel up close. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of photos of the dash, but not so many of the steering wheel itself. Let me see. Okay. Oh man, there's none. None. You're lame. You're lame, bro. Come on. Okay. Uh, I suppose this will have to do. Yeah. It's also a very nice round, nice round airbag cover. I like that. The steering wheel only has two spokes, so there's no central spoke, so it's kind of a floating design, which I kind of like. Especially for this car, it's a little bit futuristic, kind of kind of funky looking. Yeah, interior, I'm going to give a 7.3 out of 10. Looks, the materials look 
really, really nice. I love the colors. Redundant controls. Redundant controls in an EV. Hallelujah. Yeah, just a pretty attractive interior. Very modern interior. I still don't quite like the tacked-on. The, uh, the tacked-on gauge cluster and, and infotainment look, it, again, makes it look like an afterthought. But here it does at least seem to be integrated slightly better than a few, maybe than a few other cars, certainly than a few other ICEs. Yeah, Dash is, it's fairly attractive. It's, it's pretty good. It's a very open interior, I have, I have to say. Extremely open interior, so that's nice. If you like airy, non-claustrophobic interiors, you'll like the Ionic 5's interior. Very, very open. It's got a very minivan-like, no lower, lower center console. Like, you have, you have the center console that splits the driver and the passenger, but in front of that, it's open like a minivan. You don't have a very SUV-like lower center console where you'd maybe place your phone, where you'd maybe charge your phone, that sort of thing. There's a little, there's a little black thing there, but it doesn't, it doesn't connect the, the lower center console between the driver and the passenger from the lower center console that sits below the dash structure itself. So it's very, again, extremely open. That's pretty cool. Now, overall, I'm going to give this car a 7.6. It seems to be really good from the few reviews I've heard and watched. Yeah, this looks to be a really, really good EV. Probably one of the best on the market for sure. Top five. Absolutely. So what do you guys think of the new Hyundai Ionic 5, though? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Are you somewhere in between? Do you agree with some of the things I said? Do you disagree with some of the things I said? Let me know in the comments. In any case, though, I hope you enjoyed this, this episode. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then do please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell. And then all notifications that we're notified every time I upload. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me. Probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full-throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.